First time in a while that we've been recording in my bedroom, Chris. I know that some might jump instantly to a bunch of salacious assumptions about that. Like what? Well, that, you know, I burst in on you while you were rooting through my personal belongings. What? And um, then you played it off by saying, no, it's not what it looks like. I'm here to record a podcast. Good thing I had the gear. Good thing you had the gear. <laughs> but that's this is why you successfully get out of so many close shaves, Chris. <laughs> Because you always have a backup plan, a compass and backup plan that involves having to lug around a bunch of gear. I was just on the phone to a friend who sent me an article about the Barcelona Football Club who have been caught across the decade of maybe one of the most successful sporting runs in history. They, they paid one of the key refs 7 million euros across that period. <laughs> and they're, def- they're defending it. Their defense is, well, we had to counter the anti-Barcelona bias. There we go. There we go. Proactively. Anyway, so that I was like, well, you know, you don't even need to carry around podcast gear if you've got excuses like that up your sleeve. Easy for people in the anti-Barcelona bubble to yeah, exactly. think that uh, it's out of line. Yeah. So good. Kind of any crime you could justify it that way. Yeah, it's like I'm just... Um, and should. And should. Concept of crime. I mean, we've ranked laws, but... Yeah, we haven't ranked crime. Do you have ideas about what we should rank? No, nah, but just a fun pithy thought I have about crime all the time is how, like, basically any crime you commit in a different, like often it's just the point in time that you're in trouble for doing it. Like in different societies or in different locations or whatever, like basically anything that you might do that's illegal on one day will be perfectly legal on another. And I think it's really funny to that like that's the determinant factor. I've been working on this obnoxious little uh, sci-fi TV pilot. It's unlike you. It's very unlike me. And um, it's just set in a kind of... Uh, I just I just want a kind of Star Trekky galaxy, but with um just uh like an extra sort of bureaucratic sort of like galactic state that's not like they're not it's not malevolent, but what it is is just like sort of algorithmically based. So what the law that like law and order is strictly enforced, but what the laws are is like constantly um shifting due to a kind of like right. algorithmic. I earnestly think that that's how we should do things like a tax system. Yeah. Like just in a, yeah, just a mix of kind of like, uh, some vague way of measuring public sentiment yeah. versus like cost benefit analysis done by firms. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I was talking to my friend that works at the Google AI recently and he, he was saying, he was like, how can we implement this for like, you know, have sort of chatbots to gather people's opinions to aggregate, you know, sort of social policies and things like that. It's, it's, it's a funny question. It's a very funny question, particularly because like, yeah, it was like probably the, the fact that we're even talking about it now in this podcast means like next week it'll just be there and yeah. completely reshaped society. Yeah, yeah. And we'll be in prison for having, um, you'll be in prison for having asserted falsely that I was going through your things. Exactly, yeah. And I'll have a popular kind of social media platform, which is me still pitching sci-fi TV projects from prison. That's good. Yeah. What's your lead? Space prison. Space prison. Where, where does he get his ideas? <laughs> if all prisons are space prisons. Whoa. So I'm just looking at the ideas to rank. That's a great idea. Yeah, things things to rank. So you did you did say crime. There's things like that. Other things I have on the list. Did we do I, money yet? We haven't done money. Is money the is money the right banking? Idea? Yeah, banking. We've done property, Currency? which is kind of the same. We, but yeah, it's not exactly the same. Though. We've done ownership. Ownership. We we yeah. Done, Sorry. Yeah, we haven't done specifically property. Sorry. What ideas are you looking at? No, I think um, something like, yeah, like something money adjacent is, is pretty good. Is money like a good capturing word? Like is something more pretentious like currency better or do we just, are they kind of the same thing? We could rank money. I can't say that they become meaningfully different. Ranking money here on the next. Oh, really? Yeah, let's oh, rank money. Okay, great. You can have the idea sometimes, Chris. Cha-ching. Or I can make you think you can. Space prison. 
sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas, take them to the bank ideas. Welcome all our listeners to Nick's Bedroom, aka the Rank Ideas podcast where Nick Deladovic and myself, Chris Andrew, are on a quest to successfully rank every human idea in an ever-expanding list from best to worst. We do it by first defining the idea and then having a chat where we comprehensively look at it from every possible angle that, that we, our think, two, of. that, that we yeah. think of in the 40-ish to an hour-ish minutes that we do this. Um, and then we rank it relative to the other ideas we've already ranked. Mm. But first, we have to decide what our idea today, money, even means. Chris, what's money mean? Uh, I guess it's a mutually agreed intermediary for transactions. So, so it's it's a it's a store of value separate to things that are actually valuable, um, which has its own legitimacy and consensus that within the areas that it's used. So we've got things that are perceived of as having value, or just um, you know have practical value in a society, and then we abstract that at least one layer to be yeah. like, okay, here's a here's a sort of representative chit system um, that we amass to then be able to exchange for things of that value. Yeah, and I guess there are any number of mechanisms that we could talk about associated with its creation or regulation or whatever, but I don't think that's, really, that's, that's not really necessary for the Just conversation because we're looking at the idea, is it good to have that intermediate, is that, that level of abstraction as an exchange point? Yeah. Um, I think we'll probably one of the things we'll, uh, that will come in is the idea that as soon as you set up that one layer of abstraction, you're inviting more layers of abstraction. And we, mm-hmm. can, we can talk about that as a, as a pro or a con or a relative feature without having to get super into the weeds of, you know, derivatives markets and all of the things that ultimately uh, flow on. But let's start with um, the most obnoxious way to come into this. Um, we, can, we, haven't, we haven't done the sort of... Uh, um, evolutionary posit of any ideas in a while. Um, how do we think, for this it feels like it might be at least interesting, maybe not. Um, how do you think you end up with money? Like why do you th- why does a strict barter system or maybe better yet, just a um, system of uh, people just with uh, more power and influence just taking what they want, um, how does that trans, how does that end up shifting into a... I think it's got to do with the size of society. Like you... You, you, it's it's much less energy to create a mutually agreeable system if you can do that than to have to negotiate each transaction um, socially. Yep, Inclu- including like negotiate, just take like just taking if you can from others, like because that that's not a long term plan. Like you have to like other people stop making things if you just take, if you just take them all from them all the time or, or avoid just, you. Yeah. Even if you successfully could do it, it's not the way that everyone's going to want to pursue. That That's society's they're... not going to outcompete the ones where people collaborate and cooperate and can figure yeah. out a way to to trade things. And, you know, that that sort of general economics principle of trade generating value in, as in if I have if I have 100 apples and you've got 100 bananas, like – by swapping half with each other, we both win. Because after fifty-two apples, do you really want another apple? Probably not. Probably not. You, don't, if- you probably also don't want another banana, but it's still better. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, you're working in the triage zone once in the when you're in a strictly two fruit based economy. Oh yeah, <laughs> triage in the medical sense. Indeed, <laughs> a lot of unwell people. Um, so obviously, so it opens up choices about literally what type of life you can live mm-hmm. um, to at least. Uh, 
an additional one compared to one of like constant um, straight up violent uh, competition for resources. But even still, like just also not having the, you know, like different societies have different conceptions of money. I mean, and, and everything, obviously, but but um, the the sort of friction that comes with having to have social social ways of navigating the prices of things or navigate the value of different exchanges is like it's not it's not trivial. Like if you if you if you think of the number of transactions that would happen just even in an individual on a day in yeah. our own society, like if you had to, like I, I, in fact, as an example, I'm an artist, right? So each time I do a show or a gig or whatever, I have to quote and navigate, you know, like how much can they pay? How much do I want? What's this particular work? And it's, it's exhausting to the point where I often like will not pursue things if I have to do that stuff. Not because, not because it's so draining, but just because like I can't be bothered. It's the, the friction point is too high to have to, to have to navigate constantly what the value of something is whereas if you if you have a shop and you sell bus tickets like you know at the station like yeah you could do a thousand transactions an hour it doesn't matter it's just very easy to do um so, and 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 that uh, the reason i raised that initial point about apples and bananas is like having that trade and having those transactions increases the wealth mutually of everyone so if so ways to f- frictionlessly have lots of such negotiated value exchanges is um worth pursuing and that so you're uh, so that's a very specific posit of of benefit to all, which is the idea of um, basically not just um, not just a. It's not so much an attempt to um, maintain equity of resources, but like to expand options for different resources that you can have. So basically, because on the on paper, you know, in this because in this yeah, exper- sure. in this experiment, you're basically positing that fifty apples and fifty bananas are the same value, but you're saying that there is an intrinsic value to be able to exist in a world with more than one type of fruit. Well, yeah, there's an abstract value that's generated when you get something that's not just the thing that you have lots of. Yes, and so which is why I'm always advocating me, the poorest person in society, stealing from the richest people from society to generate value. Because you know, what's one million and one dollars to them, but what's five dollars plus one dollar to me? Quite Whoa. a bit. Ooh la la. And so this is the interesting, so we're right into the weeds now um, of the benefits and also the kind of weird artifacts, if not limitations of money, which is the idea that as soon as you're doing this um, abstraction exercise of being like, okay, we're going we're gonna to have a shared understanding of the value of something, a shared recognition of the value of something, then A, um, there's a lot that comes with that in terms of um, who can, you know, which populations or which people control the yeah. the um, attribution of value um, and then how does the kind of <laughs> how does the kind of mean population mean uh, concept of value or condition the condition sense of value that happens after the fact once you have money um, how does that butt up or intersect in interesting ways with the things that individual people value um, or the different ways that people value different things um, and then also Obviously, the the thing the the elephant in the room that we haven't talked about yet is just the idea of like uh, money demonstrably um, is a thing that like uh, has its own cultural has, weight where it re- reframes. It, where it re- yeah, it reframes its own like it it um, reinforces the sense of its own value. Yeah, for sure. In that, like you know, money can coexist with a total barter. Like there's no, there's nothing stopping me from going around and being, okay, I'll do this show. And in exchange, I want to have, you know, t- two bundles of um, building materials or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can tell I trade in a lot of bundles of building materials in my day to day How great would that be if someone just gave you like, you know, just a bundle of- 300 uh, hammers. Yeah. 
This is not building materials. This is just hammers. <laughs> yeah. Like there's nothing stopping that from happening. But once the idea of like, is it, um, is it fungible? Is that the term or like, it, or, or just liquid? I don't know. I don't know my terms here, but like money is the fact that you can use it in different ways and exchange it so easily. It's like, that's the whole. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if I had the 300 hammers, I'd, I'd be like, oh, fuck who? Okay, who do I know that needs a hammer <laughs> now right. that I need something from? It's, it's the ske- it's, it's it's the skeleton key aspect. The idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. idea that you have, um, uh, you know, that if you have a currency and money in a society, then anything, then you could use. And I know I can take my ten dollar note and turn it into ten one dollar coins as well. Like, yeah, there's a drive towards like there are market. There's prescribed. Um, there's things that under the law in Australia, for instance, are prescribed as goods. So they're the things that are like really explicitly. Um, okay, they're being they like money is being enacted as a force on these things, but really, yeah. you know, there's also that kind of um, that sort of magic Christian adjacent idea of like, well, I could if I have enough, if I offer someone enough money, I could get them to do pretty much anything, you know, like uh, yeah. so I could pay, you know, paying someone to bark like a dog is not just because that's not the prescribed suggested use of money doesn't mean that you couldn't use money to do it because money can then be used by the recipient for so many different things. Well, I think it's safe to say that, and like maybe this is too too dark a worldview, but I feel like most people do less of the things that they love for mo- for more money. Like yeah, yeah, demonstrably, and not so- as in like f- for enough money, but as in like for what is like. Uh, but that, that that but that's a different concept because I think like perceiving what you know having enough is, or you know keeping you know the sort of social contagion of what is acceptable minimum baseline way to live in terms of consumer goods and things like that. Those are concepts that are not like, if you take away the existence of money, those things still exist. The, those pressures still exist. The the pressures and the values still exist. What money does create though, is a sense that is a, is a reinforcing sense of itself. Well, I guess this is the question we've ended up in a society where money is an absolute need that's attached to some very basic uh, standards of living. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't like for a lot of people, there's a general sense that like you can't easily eat without it. You can't easily have shelter without it. You can't easily have any time or freedom to do your own thing in life or be self-actualized without yeah. it. Um, which I would say like that on its own would make it seem pretty bad. Um, unless you really, unless you're the sort of person who really thinks that there is, that there is no better possible system for a saying the, um, distribution of resources. Oh, that's not the same though. Like you can have a bad monetary system. Yeah. Like, you know, then not all monetary systems are equal. Which this, I guess this, is, to me, this is, is the question. Yeah. It's yeah, like whether, whether anything, something. whether anything bad that is currently going on with money is intrinsic to the idea of yeah. money, because we're not ranking how money is currently working no. in society. We're ranking money as an idea that could be used for a theoretical society that you were starting from scratch now. It's interesting because I, you know, the, um, the whole explosion of the, um, the cryptocurrencies, et cetera, it's such a, um, oddly, like, I don't think it's con- conceived of it, but it's such a, uh, sort of optimistic ideological leap. Uh, not, not, not even, ide- yeah, I'm, I, I suppose ideological in that it's an ambition for people who are really into it are certainly off- reliably ideological, ideologically driven. Yeah. Often it's people who just like to make money and that was an easy way to make money in it. I disagree. Actually, I actually think. I mean, I'm sure there are those actors there, but I think even people, even that is is ideologically driven. Like, I don't think there's too many people who, uh, like. 
I just know too many idiots. <laughs> I mean, they're they're idiots, but I think like, for, well, here's my thing. I think idiots tend towards being more ideological rather than less. Which yeah, is sure. Why no, I, sorry. I mean, as in, I know too many people who are like who have disposable income, and they're like, oh, this was twenty thousand dollars a year ago. Now twenty. Now it's twenty eight. I'm gonna put a lot of money into it. They're, and then, they're oh, now it's 60 and now I'm really rich. They're a different population from the population that yeah. have really driven yeah, you're right. crypto though, like um, which is, you know, people- Initially, who, yeah. Yeah, people who, are, people who have a strong, um, who have sure. a strong it's fondness that, for the idea. They have of, at least an idealized vision of um, what society, that, what society they would like to exist in terms of transparent transactions and, you know, easily, you know, malleable across all borders and things like that. And a lot of time they just have a strong sense of who they don't want to be regulating financial markets. Yeah. Yeah. Which is states. Yeah, states basically. Which, you know, as someone who's like, yeah, like I'm not I'm not strong. I don't I don't have a strong horse in that ideological race. Like the idea of um I do. States states they they build armies and kill people. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to try I'm happy to chuck That's states. I'm happy to chuck states where oh, I think digressing into it for a second though, for me it's less about being keen on states and more about uh, have you know that jumping straight to that question of being like okay well if if not states as a way to organize large groups of people what what idea what version of that are you going to come up with that isn't just you know schmates you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know even as you said it i was like we just create schmates um uh, it's exactly i exactly thought the word schmates in my mind <laughs> been hang, hang out with you too much Nick. you've been in this room too long yeah yeah well, there's so many compelling things, so many nooks and crannies. It's true. So many... Fuck, is that footsteps? <laughs> so one thing I was thinking about as we were talking about this is just uh, the big cultural differences in terms of how money intersects with other systems yeah. of exchange. Like, yeah. obviously, in, here in Australia, we're not we're not in a country where haggling is a huge thing mm-hmm. in comparison to other cultures. I mean... I think at your and my intrinsic sense of how money is prosecuted probably has to do with the fact that we tend to be in more situations. As you say, as an artist, you're relatively outlier from society of having to haggle what the value of your offer is and how it gets valued. But still, compared to a lot of other countries, you're walking into a shop and the price is the price and you either have the money or you don't. And there's not a sense of wiggle room there. I try and haggle all the time as a joke, like at the supermarket or whatever. I just think it's (laughs) because it's funny to me that 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 even exists as a... Like yeah. I would like it to exist. That's it. Whereas, and you know, for me, I'm just kind of like, well, as someone who that's normal, it's not normalized for me as a thing. I'm just not, it would be a, it would be a hassle. My friend Clark, anytime I'm getting anything on Marketplace or whatever, he's like, lowball them. <laughs> like, so, and, and every time I sell anything on Marketplace, the first thing you do is get 30 messages from people trying to offer you 50% of the price of, that you're asking for things. Yeah. So it does exist. It's just, yeah. it's just a, as you say, if you go into a shop, that's the price. And there, for, are, country- forum de- 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 yeah, where, there are countries and there are country in the world where it's the fir- where where a vast vaster array of um, everyday transactions involve haggling as a yeah. normalized public behavior. And it's and like while it's fun to do on a as a tourist, as in like as a holiday behavior, it is it is a um, tedious. Like if you would add up all the time that everyone in particular in haggling based culture spends haggling in a day, like. Wouldn't they be better off paying even twenty percent more for all their goods and having that time to do whatever they wanted with? For, for instance, as someone, and you know, this is like as someone who has had the advantage to be financially secure across my life. There's like it's not even fun for me in a tourist concept because yeah, for right. me the idea, yeah, all I can all I can feel is that 
is what for me feels like inefficient time. Plus yeah. I'm not, plus being in a, I'm, I'm an Australian, so I come from a high agreeability culture as well. So the yeah, idea of sure. just disagreeing with someone yeah. over a premise yeah. is, is outlier stressful for me. Especially disagreeing with like in the cultures where you tend to do it, disagreeing with somebody, you know, who's significantly has less capital than you. And, That's it. And you're haggling over 12 cents. It's, yeah, exactly. If they're, yeah, it, it actually feels gross. Yeah. Um, for, as you say, in countries where the exchange rate is so grossly yeah. in my favor, I'm like, the idea that I would be trying to save any money yeah, yeah, um, yeah. feels really uh, gross. But again, if people, yeah, if people are having fun with it, then- if, you know, then that's the type of time wasting that I can we auction, really get behind. We have auctions for houses and for artworks. Yeah. And, and plenty of things, I guess. Yep. Which is another way of doing it. But uh, sorry, a bit, a bit off the core idea of money. When you said before um, how the downside of living like in a system where that exists, you can't really opt out of it. There's a guy, um, Beck, went to Woodford with a few years ago, a friend Beck, and he was a communist and didn't believe in the market economy. So he mm -hmm. didn't have any money. Like, and so, yeah, which just meant that he had to ask everyone for food all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah and it was a really, obviously it was a really tedious yeah. position to take because that, because it's not actually a viable, I mean, you have to work ex once, once there's an incumbent system, even if you don't agree with it, like you have to, it's not just like, oh, well, I actually prefer to live like in the old way. No, you have to invent all those systems for yourself. So you have to like. And not just that, but like yeah. if you're asking people, not just that. And again, like I'm, I, there's a part of me that, that really enjoys the idea of someone taking like super hard line. Like I, any possible. It's definitely funny. Any logical conclusion that something could be taken to, I want someone out there to be doing it. Oh, well, they are. You don't have to yeah. worry about that. Plus I don't, I'm not interested in kind of like, argue, you know, it's tedious to even try and argue away his point, but I mean, he's, all he's doing is just, asking people who have bought things with money. That's exactly right. To yeah. give him those things. And it's a little bit, again, like a, a, the part of it that just seems seems about being like a, like a kind of a purity narrative is is obviously against my sensibility. Um, the bit where it's like, again, again, if someone was like, no, I can, I can do this, watch, I can do this. I definitely, the part that I think a lot of people would get upset about, which is the idea of that person being like a drain, um, is perfectly chill with me. I'm like, if someone's like, as in, cause it's, beg, it's like, not that it's the, for, for me, the annoying thing is like, uh, so I have to go say, I'll, I'll buy you something with money. And then yeah. you're, then it's, then it's clean enough for you to ha have it. Like, yeah, it's, the it's, as in, like the, the world that is being posited is not the world that's being. Exactly. Lived. Yeah. He's not create, he's not no. doing anything to create that world. No. Plus it's like, nor in fairness to him, could he like, no, he couldn't, but also it feels like the interrogation of money as the problem feels incomplete as well. Yeah. Like if you've got, um, also, yeah, the sense of, um, the, that the way to judge the way to act once you've judged that a system is, even if you judge the system is, um, uh, something that you can't, uh, abide then the idea of just like, oh, just removing yourself from that system in a purity way, as mm. opposed to just being, um, just, just getting your hands dirty in activist, in activism for change of that system, like, yeah, I guess I mean there's different degrees, right? Because there are some things where you can yeah. vote with your feet usefully. Totally, there's yeah. a, it's it's case by case, and I don't I don't really have a strong take on it. I guess there's like, more positive sense, positivist ways to enact that belief. And yeah. like my my neighbour, um, where I used to live in O'Connor, was a communist, and he helped me to change the oil of my car once, and mm. I, and I was like, oh, this is so fun, thanks so much. And he's like, yeah, capitalism robs us of these 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 le joys of labor. And I thought about it because I was like, well, you know, this, like it's, it's simultaneously completely true and completely untrue because obviously I could change my oil anytime I mm -hmm. want. Like 
but also I don't because I want to prioritize my time yep. and use the money that I get to get someone else to do that so I can do other things with my time. But but that's my choice. So, yeah. you know, so where's, where's the point of... Well, it's tricky because it, then it's about going, all right, how much of my choices are yeah. result are you, of... Am I interrogating or just cultural yeah. Yeah. points of least, parts of least resistance? And then there's a question about which bits of those uh, matter to you. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, I'm someone who happily trades money for time, like as in, oh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm not just... I, unlike yourself, who is a wonderful cook, like I'm not really interested in cooking myself, so I just buy food. Yeah, I love that. Um, and... Um, yeah, everyone has their own examples of that. And then there are other bits. There are other things that I could be exchanging and saving myself labor, but it's labor that I quite enjoy doing. Like I don't run a car or drive a car because I enjoy the labor of taking longer to get places. And I like I like having to physically... Yeah, it is really nice. ...to exercise to get places yeah. around my bike. But again, like that's not about... Yeah, this it's, it's just the mix that vibes for me. And, you know, on one level, like having having that abstracted money system affords me those choices. That wouldn't exist without them, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd just be, you know, again, I'm not, um, there's, uh, yeah, <laughs> mostly because I enjoy a lot of, I enjoy just opting out of a lot of labors personally. Mm. Like there's there's not much, there's none of the Luddite in me who's just being like, oh, I would love, love to get, get to a point where like half the day is just about securing my food and lodging. It's like, well, no, I enjoy having a lot more, like being able to start at a much higher level of freedoms there. But I, I think everyone's like that because nobody's universally evenly skilled at everything. No. Um, or even, sorry, nobody has the proclivity to enjoy everything. Yeah. Um, and sorry, everything that you need, like need to, um, to even just live maybe. Yeah. So the problem is then there are a lot of versions of the money exchange system which result, which loop around and result in the same thing, which is people having to spend a lot of time that they wouldn't be choosing to spend in order to earn the money, which, you know, I have managed to duck in life mostly. Mm. Um, we'll see, and I may not be able to for somebody. Like, it might get to the point where my financial situation changes uh, relative to society, where I will have to do more hours of paid labor at stuff that is less my first choice to do. And then, you know, like I'm still way, I'm still going to be way ahead of the curve from, you know, societies that were just straight barter system or where they were, where people are having to, um, but I still think like self sustain. Um, I still think that it's not like the downsides that aren't the consequence of money. Like if you took away money, you're like, uh, if, okay, so it sucks to have to do things to get money to be able to live sometimes if you don't want to do those things for sure. But if you take away money, you still have to do, like, no one's going to, sorry, not nobody, but um, you can't expect that that the surplus of what everybody else does with their time is going to flow to you in a way that you need without any leverage over being able to access that except for um, something that you can contribute. And so if it's like, okay, well, I'll look after, you know, your kids for a, a day and then you'll take me in for accommodation and or whatever like like you still there's it's it's, it's not a, those things aren't a consequence of money they're a consequence of other social dynamics and so i guess the question is how much scope is there for change in that area i agree it's less about critiquing money and talking about how could you outdo money or what yeah. could you add to money because i mean yeah. if you look at a you know the current society that we're in i think there's an easy ready to hand argument that you could just, like a lot of the things that are dependent on amassing money could just be made not so. Not yeah. all of them, but like a bunch of them. Like you could you could just, you could increase 
you could absolutely increase social welfare. Like you could give, you could give more people a lot more stuff, just give it to them. And it's also so funny, even the idea that um, money is so, okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a capture of value, but it's, it's not, um, it's not in any way an even or sort of just capture of value. It's not stable in the way that it purport. It's more but, stable than but it's, also it's, like, yeah, it's more stable than what you were positing before, which is just like every transaction having to be completely individually defined, but it's still extremely unstable compared to, but um, also just, it's just, it's just it. not, not everything can be monetized usefully anyway. Like that's right. Not, not, uh, but, and some of the things that are the most valuable things, thank goodness, are, are sort of not monetized at all or exist in other exchange systems. Like, Say for example, even just being here with you, being able to do this, this this is such a nice thing for me, and it costs me nothing to get to do. Versus, say, having, you know, I've got to get uh, water fluid for my windscreen wipers of the car. That's going to cost me more than this, which is yeah. an insane value proposition <laughs> if you were to compare the two. You know, if I were to pick one in life to have, and that's the same across all those sorts of. Like that's the same across so many things. And it yeah. leads, it. I guess the problem of money is then it leads you to, unless you've got the capacity to interrogate the choices you make, it can lead you to make poor choices that sacrifice the things that you may in a vacuum value yeah. differently in, in where they sit in your life. There's some research evidence to suggest that people's prediction of how much something will be worth it to do from, like that doing a type of work for even a high level of just financial remuneration for mm. money, um, uh, that they get alienated from the satisfaction of that um, quickly compared to, I mean, again, they're probably re- they're probably comparing it to some really unfair things, like, you know, the the things that they then get to do for not money, which probably means they're prob- if they're doing them without getting paid, then it's probably stuff that they're particularly engaged with. So this, you know, looking at how clean research like that could actually be at the source is worth doing, but yeah. still there's the sense there's at the very least, there's no evidence that um, the thing that is intuitive to so many people, which is like, Oh, well, if I'm getting paid heaps, it'll be worth it. There's yeah. no, ev- there's no evidence that that's actually true for in terms of the, the happiness source. No, there will be it tapers acts. off pretty quickly. I mean, there's a low level at which you do there's, get much happier if you have more money, but and and like it's much lower. The cutoff for that is lower than you would imagine. Unbelievably happy as well, like happier as well to that low threshold. Like there yeah. is no, yeah, like yeah. there's no comparison between like poverty and not yeah, poverty. Sure. But even then, you go well. Would there be other ways to lift people out of poverty rather yeah. than money? Of course, yeah. like you could just you could do a lot. Yeah, I mean, how much of the the poverty stress is about? I mean, even how much of the poverty stress is about? the things that you might think it is like housing or food security, I think potentially not that much. A lot of it is probably like, you know, sense of place and, and feeling like you're valuable and, yeah. and, and valued and seen by others. And, and, you know, all those sorts of things that are much harder to quantify. Yeah. And again, different people are going to be different. Some it's people possible. are going to be extremely, some people's sense of security and um, joy is going to be really based on a sense of stability in certain areas and some people like food and shelter and some people are going to have a more freewheeling sense of that and need and the thing that's going to be the deal breaker for them is in other areas again the the best version of how money is operating is like freeing people up to say those choices for themselves yeah exactly the worst version is just creating a flat sense of here's what everyone should be doing yeah and the and the problem is once you once you monetize systems are um in play we know that you know, sort of general distribution patterns are going to play out and um, you can't uh, have a whole bunch of 
it really downvalues and upvalues certain types of yeah. behaviors in a society, having the existence of those monetary exchanges as the proxies for access to resources and and labor and whatever else. That's right. And as the way that people imagine them imagine life for themselves. Yeah. Like if the first yeah, step is right. being like, if I had this amount of money, um, the, I guess the other the other big thing that or we even probably- I should do this to be rich. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or richer. Richer. Yeah. The, even just the sense that, yeah, more money at, at any given time is going to lead to better outcomes. The other big thing we haven't talked about is just how gameable a system it is. Like as soon as you've got the, because I mean, the basic components of money, which is that it's an abstracted um, representational negotiation of value, the idea that you, that it requires people to administer it, and then it requires uh, some kind of system for the enforcing of that administration. And then it requires um, a calibration uh, mechanic or mechanics to um, account for just like yeah, and the there sh- are levels of complexity, which means not everybody can equally navigate the yeah. Um, you know, are these systems in my interests or yeah. in favor, or, or how would I change them? So the thing that you see routinely with money, which is people, um, you know, creating a sort of financial derivatives environment from it that then is heavily corruptible and gameable for certain people to get well even prior to that that even prior to that level second level of abstraction yeah the, the creation and regulation of it is 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 gamed and manipulated and, yep um not to the benefit of many yeah and and it feels like yeah unless you you know <laughs> even if the whole thing could be given over to even if the whole thing could be fully automated there's still a sense that um there's a level of that unequal control and outcome that is baked into the premise that you can't uh, that you can't carve out. Yeah, I mean, I do think that's where the crypto dream is like, you know, po- can posits a, a superior vision. Like I think there can be like even putting aside what technological opportunities there are or, you know, may, uh, to come, I think you can imagine a, a sort of universally regulated system that is based on some I mean, if you jump past our current current understanding of money and you just yeah. go straight to just be like, okay, how do if you just if you just watch a show like Star Trek and you go, yeah, all right, right, well they exactly. they talk they just give lip service to being to having evolved past money then, and you go, well, they seem to have a, they have abundance of resources as well because they can just rep they can just create things from thin air they can create food from thin air yeah yeah so you go all right even with that there's still going to have to be some distribution model to get stuff to people. So there's some kind of system for saying, all right, A, this person exists. B, this person is part of, is is the responsibility of this civilization. C, this person has needs of these resources. D, here's our system of getting them to it. So there's the idea of yeah. There's there's the idea of like some type of um, accounting mechanic. Yeah, and I think that even like in sort of you know even the conceptual post money society where or post scarcity society. Yeah, I think still. If you're having to navigate any exchange, it's still the friction of having to do it without a um, a medium is too is too high to be better than like it's that's like, very because that's very gameable to, as well. Everything's gameable. Yeah. but it's it's like compared to what? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, do you do like do you not? Is it like do you not? I, I just can't see. I, I can't yet see it. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not open to it. I would love. I would. I would love for. Um, I'd love to see a good example, but I can't see how the frictionless element is is a beatable characteristic in terms of all the trade, despite all the trade offs. I agree, and that's why you know that's why Star Trek still works as a dramatic series because you still <laughs> have you still have um, 
narrative sentient actors with competing agendas. On one level, you know, this like the dumb false binary, but it is kind of two ends of one spectrum you can imagine is is between, you know, the, the costs and benefits of every transaction having to be individually negotiated between the two or more actors doing it yeah. versus systems, societal systems in place that champion minimum outcomes um, and protections for the people involved. Both of them are very, you know, one is like, well, it's every person for themselves in this, um, having to try and, and you, you know, the idea of just who has more relative strength behind their position in that situation um, creates the inequality that creates the outcome. Or at a, if you have societal level organization of currency, then you just have a different set of costs and benefits in terms of who gets protected and who controls the outcome. So for instance, coming back to your original example of yourself as an artist, mm. so there is the potential in in Australian society for you to match, for you to, in that negotiation for your work um, and the value of your work to check certain types of artistic work against a, a government mandated award rate that is the, where you, that and the idea of an award rate is you being able to go, okay, I don't have to come up with a sense of what my hourly rate is. Here's an award and, and it's, it's seen as kosher practice for you to pay me this award. Yeah. But it's that, it's that classic arms race to the bottom where it's like, you know, someone else will do it for less than the award and they'll quote that and get the work. And so instead of getting 30% less than you could, if you get zero, which yeah. is like, you know, depending on the size of the work. Exactly. A, a significant factor. And so this is the real this is the real critique where you go, okay, you still kind of end up needing, you you build this entire system of currency yeah. and you still end up needing positional strength. Yeah. Or if you lack positional strength, you don't get to have the same outcome. It's, well, the positional you know, strength I get is based on the quality of my work, but it's also not, that's not the case because this is a whole other large conversation that mm. maybe we, we could piss you off, Mike. But You know, I hate digressions from the topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you know, like the, the reason, but the reason that that's not the case is not related to the fact that there's a intermediate, you know, currency that's the negotiating element of the transaction. No, but it does show that the that that intermediate negotiating currency doesn't prevent. Yeah, of course. Those outcomes, of course. Yeah. Oh, I've got no doubt that you can get better outcomes in um, individualized negotiated trades. It's just it's just that the volume of trades that you could do is so much lower, and the complexity is so much lower. Yeah, yeah. A, a, across across networks, especially and. And like you, you know, this is sort of the reason that you have, um, you know, people trading along, you know, religious groups historically or whatever, because there's sort of a mutual point of trust that you can have at a distance and, and like without, you know, that's one of the benefits that you have of money. Like you know, I trust that no matter where I am on this continent, I hand over this and that will be seen as a acceptable currency. Whereas like, and that my word is good. Like this is the proof, like there's, there's no other. And this no, is why, I used, yeah, I was able to get this, and I can give this to you. And you know, there's no like, you know, that you can take that to someone else, and you know what you can get for it. I just think that that's not a. I think that's an unbeatable element of money that you, like, yeah, that that makes it overall very good. I think. I think I really feel like um, we've done a lot of talking for it to maybe get to being another idea where it's about exact placement on the list. Yeah. Like to me, all this talking hasn't really given me a sense of it as being quote unquote good or quote unquote bad. Mm. It's just like, I mean, we've previously ranked taxes. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be better than taxes, but it's like it. taxes is one of those ones where you just go, yeah, like it's one perfectly sensible way to do but it. But I think money is the best way of, like, I think without, if you don't have a tradable currency as an inter, if you don't have an abstracted intermediary for, um, the value of exchanges, then you're kind of like, 
you're just fro- frozen on the spot. It's it like sort of retards the whole system of of navigating exchanges. And I think um yeah, where I'm landing is that the way to keep it in the best that like the way the way to elevate it um because, yeah, I look at it and I go, yep, it's good. It's got a lot of big breaked-in floors. There's a, we've got a whole section of the list that is kind of that, so we'll see where it, if it ends up being above that just from how good the good traits are. But I do think it's also about – I feel like the things that have to rank above it are anything that can allow for the – for an additive experience where you have money plus these 10 things. That, oh, yeah, that like make- anything that would conflate money with being its, its own – value like mm. you have to go below it yeah because like, i i know because again we'll rank markets at one point as well which is a slightly different thing and i know that like to me mark I've always, i have a pretty we'll talk about it probably when we talk about it there but my um instant kind of judgment of markets is the idea that it's like yeah they're perfectly great in fact they're uniquely great but also the the thing that goes wrong with them again and again is people thinking that you can just leave them set and forget them that you can just leave them on their own as the total thing that is controlling an arena and that you'll get reliably good outcomes as opposed to well i mean you, yeah it's it's that's yeah. just a choice of neglect because it's not that's not even an option like, yep it is a well it's you it's say like, that. it's like being like i've got a i, I know it's an ideology but like, no but it's also a thing and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a day it's a day it doesn't occurrence. actually exist it's like me saying okay well i'm i'm not going to raise my kid i'm just going to let them raise themselves but like there are so many environmental factors that you're choosing like even even if you leave a kid in a room, you're choosing a room or you're like choosing to abandon, like whatever, sorry, that's just a callous example, <laughs> but I, I just, I just say, no, it's like, a great example, but you can't like you, it, those things, you can't pretend that things exist in isolation in the way that people do all the time with things like markets. No, no, no. All I'm saying is that they pretended, they don't yeah, just yeah. pretend it all the time, but they ideologically argue, Advocate. argue yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whereas you're exactly right. And money is the same. Whereas like, and yeah, you, you either make choices to, you, you either make choices to regulate and adjust or to, or to, um, put factors of control in over the top of the system or in concert with the system, Yeah. or you're just neglecting it and allowing uh, whatever other, um, external factors that you're not making decisions on to be the external factors that reign. Yeah. I think it's cool, like, in the sense that I think, like, uh, having a good vacuum cleaner is cool. Like, yes, there's a bunch of things you need to do to make sure the vacuum cleaner keeps doing its function. But overall, having it is much better than picking up pieces of dust on the ground, like, all the time. Yep. Nice. Anything else? Even though it's annoying to have to think about, oh, I have to clean a filter or I have to empty, or, you know, whatever. But as, we, as we've identified... Like, yeah, you have to reckon with the opportunity Yeah, well. You're getting to... Re- yeah, as, as we... <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of, like, hard-nosed... I'm sure the way a lot of... Um, people who are heavily involved in finance directly um, might, one of the ways that they might um, gleefully support their own behavior is to be like, yeah, um, anyone who's not, all the people who just want money, people like me, Nick Deladovic, who want money to just be a way to not have to engage with certain things or think about them, I'll I'll get the outcome from money that I get. And then people who are like, no, I'm going to obsessively dedicate my life to the, to expertise around the manipulation of money. Um, I'll get these, I'll get these outcomes that I get. And if they would posit that to me, I'd be like, yeah, that's actually, I'm relatively chill with that on f- between just you and me, because yes, you're right. Like you will end up with way more money exactly, and exactly. I will end up with the amount of money that allows me to not have to worry about getting more money. Yeah. And if you, and knowing that you've, you know, potentially got both choices in front of you, like, it's not like 
Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's so unfair because if I just pursued money, I'd have everything I ever wanted. Yeah. You know that's not true. Like, nobody thinks that's true. And it's so not very true. Very few people think that that's true. Like, it's, as, I mean, a, a lot of I think of it's people. a minority because, like, even still, even people who work all the time, they sleep at night. They go on holidays. Like, you know, like. Maybe I'm just comparing them to me because, again, like. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, okay, <laughs> relatively. Absolutely. I just, I just, and also yeah. me. You know, yeah, like, sure. But, you know, to me, there are, there are certainly at least hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, yeah. Millions of people who are doing who are placing that acquisition of specifically money. Look, I, I said earlier, I think most people are pursuing more money than they need like mm. to, and trading off things that they want for more money than they need to Most have. people in our cohorts that we know. I yeah. mean, I would know, like, there are so many people, like, you know, like, there's there are untold amounts of people worldwide who, because this is the thing, when I was doing that thought experiment between me and the financier, yeah. that's still, we're, we're, we're closer to each other. Yeah, yeah, of course. Than, the, like, we're closer to each other than I am from a person, like, I'm, I'm actually... I'm actually like one head's breath away from that Yeah, but that we're, we're building an ideal society here, Nick. We're not, we're not building... It's true. We're not building billions into poverty and trying to like make sure that we give them the opportunity to have that type of... You're right. We're not, we're not back hacking the system. No, no, and, no, no. Which, you know, and on that basis, we, we do that by making sure that we pick the exact right space for it on the list. That said, is there anything else, any other talking points about this you want to go over, Chris? We have as much time as we want because of our exact socioeconomic position. No, I think we're, I think we're broadly there, but I, I just want to think, I just want to conceptually put out there, like just in, in the conversation, in a society where, where you talk about those sort of, you know, perhaps the financier who's pursuing as much currency as possible, like in a society where money doesn't exist, those opportunities still exist and are still pursued. It's not like, it's not like they only exist because of money. It's just they're more effective because there's more money and more exchanges and more wealth. Like this is, you know, this like, is a good point. You know, maybe in the other society, what you're doing is you're attaining as much, you know, power to you as possible as by like, you know, blackmailing the people around you to, to be in like moral debt to you or like using, you know, and building cohorts of physical violence to strong arm resources to like, that's not a better system. There'll still be a way, yeah. As I say, there's still going to be a way that someone finds. We'll to, want to game hierarchies for exactly. individual capacity, as in power of a type. And money is money is easily um, a superior system to any of the previous systems. Yeah. Am I less offended by somebody having a house in Turak or somebody being a warlord and like you know like, like those are literally like yeah. they're, they're not they're not unfair. I think comparisons. No, I think it's. I think I think it'd be again for me all of my. All of my interrogation and argument is about how how you could come up with something better than anything that is ex that currently exists. Yeah. Not that my like, there's no question that money, as compared to any of the systems that existed before, it is superior. Particularly because money doesn't have to replace any of those. No, even though and that's it, the element. That's yeah. where that's where it comes into the list. Yeah. To make sure that it's not replace that it's not. It's not too totalizing a version it of itself. It deserve to be on. Like, yeah. Like, like always, I, I know, I bring it up a few times in the podcast, but that there's a tweet that my friend Ramsey sent to us like, who are these people that need to be told that money isn't everything? Like, have you never seen a sunset or hugged your mother or whatever? Like, most people at some level, like, it is a thin outlier of people who don't think that, who, who wouldn't say money can't buy you happiness? I, like it's it's I know it's a truism and whatever it needs to be said as a reminder here and there, but it's like most people know that I think. I don't know that I necessarily agree. Like I've seen a lot right. of like I, I I've literally been on a ton of um, internet message threads where people jump on and and argue the opposite. But that money is happiness. That money is happiness. But the um but again like but I, I think um it'd be fun to separately separately try and rank. Try I it'd be fun to sometime sometimes look at and go. 
what is what is an idea that captures the idea even because even if it was right that everyone worldwide was being like well yeah money can't buy happiness as a truism even if that was right it would be fun to try and find the ideas to, that capture this constant human phenomenon of people all agreeing something and then never and behaving then that way. way yeah but yeah. separate to that um i want to i want to plus one the other thing you said before about um how people will find a way people who are inclined to grind to gain extra value and yeah. game systems will do it historically did it before money and will do it separate to money. And this is, to me, this is always why people's arguments around um, why you can't do anything to regulate and disincentivize infinite growth in markets. The idea of like, well, mm. you can't, you know, you can't um, put a cap on how much might be earned in this uh, place because if there isn't the poss possibility of infinite growth in one prescribed area, then people won't work hard is very silly because people, yeah. they, they'll they'll you'll take, always, you'll always take have that people labor who, into other arenas of what generates power, which is why, which is why it's so interesting, the communist model where like, you know, you still ended up with billionaires, but also you ended up with people grinding to power that meant, you know, sort of like yeah. life or death power over They found a way. People. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, <laughs> life finds a way. And this, yeah. this is the thing. It's I feel like that's the thing that people miss when they're like, oh, how rich does one person need to be? When they look at, you know, billionaires and yeah, they're like, does that, that's does, the game they're playing. It's like, no, it's like there are, there is a cohort of humans who are just the way that they actualize is to just earn and earn and earn, quote unquote. Mm. And that is a thing, that's its own thing to unpack and would be interesting to rank yeah, and, rank and capture. Conversations. Yeah, and I mean, it's 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 funny for me to observe from the outside because I'm not that way. Mm. But there's clearly something going on with the whole um, stripe of the human organism and it's happening at a default level, so. It's really interesting because they seem to cluster into particular types as well, as in like in terms of ex the experience that they've had, the societies that they're they're in and you know, like they're out there. I mean, obviously there's, there's a diversity, but there's still, there's yeah. still a type. It's um, true. Which is fun. It is. It is fun. Great. All right. So I'm going to open the list now and look at, I'm just going to go straight to the middle of the list, which I'm always just going to assume is mail, the, the mail mailing things. Cause it seems to persistently be so at the moment we have 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, about 118 ideas on the list. And the mail is 20, 40, 60, 62. So I'm going to go. Can you start at taxes and go up? I just think it's definitely better than taxes. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, because yeah, taxes, taxes is, in the forms of like taxes broccoli only like, and then distributing it as social programs, that's not going to work. I agree. So it has to be better than that. Sweet. Well, taxes is only 10 above that anyway. Great. It's at 51. So going up from taxes, um, which is our hard ceiling and above acting. Yeah. Money's definitely better than acting. And um, yeah, uh, academia, psychology. Yeah. It's better than all these things. How are you debase people to do any of these things without <laughs> money? <laughs> um, so above taxes, we have boredom, folly hyperbole, small talk, analogy, self-defense, respect, pragmatism, intelligence, ownership, fornication, playing it cool, we're still going up, cause and effect, shorts, harnessing electricity, logic, lunch, body modification, 
geoengineering, that's all feeling maybe better than money, that kind of yeah, bracket. Yeah, like, so maybe. But sport is above geoengineering, imprisonment's above that. It's hard to put a money above sport. We're not yeah. crazy. <laughs> also, I think imprisonment, which, you know, is one of our spicier yeah. Yeah. ideas that I is on there, but yeah. it's it's a, a weirdly comparable in terms of like, yeah. you know. Like, the, the thing is like, even things like harnessing electricity, okay, would I rather have one or the other? Like, you, do, you the thing is with our, in a world in which you don't have large amounts of frictionless transactions, you don't get any of these other things. Or at least you don't get them in meaningfully accessible ways. In terms of, yeah, how, what you can actually do with the harnessing of electricity. Well, just like, okay, so someone's harnessing some electricity. Would you like some of the, the electricity? They've done a lot of work for it. Sure thing. Okay, well, maybe um, why don't you teach me how to um, ride a bike? That'd be great. And then I'll give you, you know, a bit of the electric. Like, it just does, that doesn't exist. So but, uh, by that argument, you would have a similar argument. It's geoengineering, yeah, which, is right, which is directly on the sport. Yeah. yeah. Sport feels like it's hard. To, like I would rather live in a world with no money than a world with no sport. Yeah. For sure. Look, I like this argument because the things under geoengineering, yeah, it is a bunch of things that it's not just about what things improve money, but what things does money improve. Yeah. And going underneath geoengineering, body modification, really valuable, useful thing. Again, the possibilities and the scope for it is opened up. Yeah. Lunch, certainly you know, again, and then you've got some stuff, then you've got some things like logic. Again, listen to our logic episode. It's quite good. It's very useful tool, but it's not as totalizing in its benefit as a bunch of other ones. Yeah. So these currently above money. No, these, these are all, these are all below below. sport. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. So I'm feeling good. And, and then, so yeah, so logic, I was like, Oh, I'm not sure about that. Above sport, you've got imprisonment, then privacy. Yes. This is great. Yeah. So this man, this, that was so easy actually. And that's perfect because really one of the problems of money is like, yeah. Sorry, this is great. No, no, that's thirty. New, new thirty-three. I love it. That's pretty great. Oh, my age. Mm. It's not. That's just saying. Any. Uh, <laughs> it's a joke from Mrs. Doubtfire, where where he he's at the restaurant and like table thirty-eight. He's like, oh, my age. And for some reason, like a worm in my head. Anytime I have any, any cashier any experience, like. Yeah, I did it earlier today. Twenty-three. I was like, oh, my age. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, no, no, I'm not only twenty-three. <laughs> that's great. It's such a charmless behavior, but I'm addicted. <laughs> um, like pursuing money. Yeah, great. So I feel like this one, just because it's a topic that people um, get spicy on, I feel like if we're going to ever continue the exhortation for our, for you, the listenership, mm. to engage with us with your thoughts about our ranking, about our podcast. Send about- $1 to Happy Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we would always love to hear feedback if we get enough remember those who remember episode 50 where when the podcast was still in its rude first flushes we had enough feedback from people that we did a whole roundup episode 50 where we fielded people's feedback and extra ideas on our topics and said some stuff that we had thought of since since we'd done the ranking so if we get enough um things on enough topics we will do the same thing otherwise yeah i mean otherwise you can make this happen (laughs) I'm looking at Nick, but I'm talking to the listener. Otherwise, we'll just keep doing our thing. So it's uh, absolutely win-win. The problem is they enjoy us doing our thing so much they don't want to, you know, it's like a budgie's egg. They don't want to interfere with it. It is exactly like a budgie's egg. I pushed for that as the podcast name. (laughs) I begged you. I should have. It's because I. It's because my. I tried the theme song for that to come out with theme song for that. And How's it, it go? It goes, Budgie's egg. Why do I love that Budgie's egg? Falling down that 
hill. Oh, no. To the bottom of the hill. It's a sad song, Chris. You it see? Is, we- and it kind of gives away the destination of where it's falling. <laughs> falling yeah. down that hill to the bottom of that hill. <laughs> now I'm in mud with a broken budgie's egg. It's good. It went from being 80s to 50s. Yeah, I mean, from eighties to fifties. Also, the backup, the other title, yeah, the other yeah. title. That was more of a that was more of a savage kind of punk. From eighties to fifties, from eighties to fifties, complete non-starter. <laughs> a lot of yelling was mm-hmm. the focus group response, <laughs> and they loved it. And we're like, well, we don't want. Wait, that's this, not this, what this podcast is not about. Your pleasure. That's not what it's about. What do you think the next thing you're going to spend money on after we uh, finish this episode is going to be, Chris? Oh, I know, Nick. It's going to be on. Uh, a Hungarian um, birth certificate for my son. <laughs> Whoa. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Almost as good as the chocolate milk I'm going to get. Oh, that's good. Swap you? Yeah. We'll negotiate. We'll <laughs> 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 <laughs>